We're on, man. We're here. And we live, baby. I, I don't yeah. know. I broke a camera before we started today. <laughs> That's why we're having this one shot. I think it's this camera. Yeah, right there. Oh, yeah, that I think one. we're here. Because I broke the camera that usually goes over here. I'm a mess. I probably won't have a job after today. I'm a twat. Well, now I can't hide. Anytime the camera switches to you for the majority of the show. That's right. We do show. our signs. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Damn it. No, we're here. We're excited to be here with you, even though the cameras are broken. Rob, that's your fault. You should have caught the camera, you uh, see? Yeah. I got to try, buddy. Deducted from harder. my paycheck. A lot of good stuff to get into today, yeah, Rob. Man. Very excited about it. Uh, Nate Diaz, you saw that. He lost a uh, decision UFC the other night. We're going to recap that. It's well, exciting, man. It was. The I last mean, couple of se uh, seconds of that fight was... And that's what I want to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. that there's there's a lot of people thinking certain things about that, as I know you probably are. Might me too. Mm -hmm. And what about the first ever Mexican-born UFC champion? That's that's incredible. What a great story that is. We'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also going to talk about Triller. And if you haven't heard, the, they have an event that was postponed due to COVID in the main event. The still Rona. Thing? That's still a thing. The freaking Rona. I know. You see it here and there. You can't let the Rona affect you. Game bread, bare knuckle MMA. Can you believe it? Friday night, tomorrow night already. Tomorrow night, man. That's bare knuckle MMA. Back to like how it used to be when I first started watching. Brother. I can't wait for that. I'm pretty <laughs> excited about that. And then BKFC 18, that's next Saturday, June 26th. So we're, we're real close to everything. This is going to be an exciting show. Absolutely, brother. And two of the fighters on BKFC 18. Now we're going to kind of go through the card and all. Mm -hmm. We have Tyler Goodjohn calling in today. Who knows what he's going to say? Man, you never know. That's my that buddy. BFF, right? <laughs> you know. I can't wait, man. I think there's going to be some fireworks between you two on that one. Hey, I'm not stupid. I'm going to see the guy in Miami soon, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut and play it really cool and be his biggest fan. That's Yo, what I'm, I'm going to so do. I'm so going to instigate <laughs> this today, <laughs> guys. Will. Stay Please, tuned, man. It's going to be fun. Be Come on, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sam Shoemaker challenging Joey Beltran for the heavyweight title. He's going to be coming on today, too. And I should say that, of course, Tyler Goodjohn, if you didn't already know, is challenging Luis Palomino, mm -hmm. which is going to be a, a great fight. It's a great card in general. But let's get to the trending topics in combat okay. sports. A lot going on like we were reviewing here. Oh, my sheet here. Nate Diaz, unanimous decision. He lost Leon Edwards, uh, UFC, on Saturday. Now, you were watching this, correctly? Nate Diaz is like the only fighter that can lose all of his fights, and his stock still goes up, you still man. still want to see him, yeah. He's like so hardcore, so down to earth. Last round, he pulls off this, you know, he, he hits him with the, I believe it was the right Stockton slap, Stockton which started, slap, yeah. hit him with the Stockton slap, and he came over the top with the left, literally staggered the hell out of him. After he did it, though, he he did what he does best, man. He pointed, he goaded. Um, I think, I honestly think that Leon did a great job. He yeah. won the fight. Of course. Um, if he would have followed up, though, and didn't he start with the goading and just rushed in, I mean, he had him on, he, he, he had him on. He had him. <laughs> now, of course, a fighter, this is going to be an ass nine comment I'm yeah. going to make, but a fighter always wants a win. Of course, your stock goes up. Mm -hmm. But in a situation like Nate Diaz, he's such a polarizing figure. He's such an interesting figure, too, that when he does the point and doesn't win, you think more people are talking about his fight now and him now than if he would have won from that. Not well, a good, just being talked about. I think purists were really salty about that because, you know, Leon put on a great, you know, great fight, uh, great welterweight. He looks phenomenal. He got caught. You know, a lot of people do get caught. Um, and you know he composed himself. Uh, man, I you know Diaz is just man. It's just one of those guys. It's impossible to hate the dude. You know he, he if he would have just went in, I think he would have had him. I think he would have went in for the kill. I so think you think you're over. saying if there was another round, it could have been Diaz? I don't know about another round. I know I saw some people online saying that. I don't necessarily agree with it. I'm mm -hmm. just asking. You don't think so? If there was if there was another like the, well, the Page Van Zant syndrome, where if you could go one more round, you, it might go different. Why you're saying? Well, I think it's a little bit different. Um, his cardio, him and his brother's cardio, they like do triathlons. I know, I've seen. They're ridiculous, Incredible. man. So as the fight gets deeper, I think he gets even better. Um, as you know, a lot of fighters have noticed, he starts off pretty slow. 
usually catches a lot of shots, but you know, as the fight goes deeper and deeper, man, it's it, it definitely turns for him. So, six round could have been could have been amazing, but yo, five rounds non-title fight, first time in UFC history. That's it's right. pretty cool, man. The history book's gonna go down yeah. with that, and that Nate didn't win no matter what. So that's just how it's printed in history. Let's see what happens from here. Yep. But another historic thing that happened. Uh, this is awesome. The first ever Mexican-born UFC champion. Man. That's a big deal, man. Aside from that, a what, lot what, with what him. Did, what is the guy? I don't have the stats in the front. I of have him right here, dude. Because I wrote these down. This is such a great story. Last to be chosen for the team on the Ultimate Fighter series. That's number one. Mm -hmm. th th and then he got cut by UFC, mm -hmm. right? He became a journeyman fighter, MMA circuit, kind of going fighting elsewhere. And he got a second chance, and now the first ever Mexican-born UFC champion. I mean, you can't beat it. Within I, what time period? I, I want to say it was just a few years for all that that transpired. From <laughs> literally going kicked out of the uh, organization right? to be champion, man. And, you know, first ever Mexican champion. Big, big shout-out to him, man. That's awesome. Brandon, that's yeah, that's, that's incredible mm -hmm. because to be able to do that and keep your head up. See, I think some of the, the thing is mentally. You have to be mentally tough, and you're losing these things that you've worked for, and they're, they're falling by the wayside one by one, and now – he wins the ultimate prize. That's I mean, awesome. Could you write dude. it better? What, what like an underdog movie. story, brother. Like I love that. That's awesome. It's like a movie, and uh, I'm excited about to see where his career is going to mm -hmm. go. I was excited uh, when I saw it online the next day. Like, I knew it happened, but then I logged on in the morning on Instagram. I'm like, oh, that's right. Good for him. Yeah. So, and you know, uh, very nationalistic, too, uh, Mexican people. So they're, gonna, they're probably celebrating very proud like crazy. People. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. my Italian roots. We're all proud, too. Yeah. You know how it is. Uh, all right. So other things we want to talk about. We talked at the top of the show about Triller. Triller event being postponed uh, to August. Due to a COVID uh, situation in the main event. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm a little suspect about that. That's you're gonna that's reschedule. Why, that's yeah. why I shut up and I want. Yeah, you to you're gonna reschedule an entire card off of <laughs> one fight. Like, main event. Hey, I I get it. Man. Maybe that fight was carrying the entire card, and it, it's not smart to uh, try to have any other cards, you know, fill in, if you will. And we're gonna reschedule it, but. Hmm. I'll leave it at that. I'm a little suspicious of this. Tyrone Woodley was on the undercard for that, too. Uh, his fight was set to take place at, was it Landonport Park in Miami? Is it Loneport? Excuse me. L Lone, I can't speak. I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I was telling Rob this before the show. I have a six-month-old that I woke up when she was teething, and I'm also suffering from horrible allergies. I feel like I'm drunk right now. So oh just bear boy. with me if I mispronounce. Did you hit the Benadryl? <laughs> yeah. Mix, and Benadryl and Tiger Life. That's probably oh, not man, that's combo. like a modified little wing cocktail <laughs> over there. We used to call it my juice, my crunk. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I mean, postponing for the main event. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're saying it's suspect. You're saying, man, why do you say that, Rob? I don't think it was selling, man. Really? I don't think. Well, I think they went up on uh, this past couple of weeks. I think now with COVID listing, or excuse me, COVID, ironically enough, protocols lifting across the board you see so much influx of, of fights live events and they may have just gotten lost in the shuffle of things yeah it's a big event but so much going on it becomes oversaturated so good point by rob as always uh, my benadryl induced brain or whatever it is that i took i don't know i just gobbled <laughs> something down have some more tiger life man we'll <laughs> dude, i feel like my eyes are gonna shut game bread fight club tomorrow night man this uh, is hype dude <laughs> this dude, is sick bear no, i'm not gonna be drinking any benadryl i'm gonna be because i want to see that so uh, no nyquil nothing mm-hmm Bare Knuckle MMA, how it used to be when I first started watching when I was a kid. We're back to that again. Yeah, man. It's going to be king, incredible. King of Pan Craze, dude. Bro, remember that? Yeah, yeah, dude, that was awesome. I mean, if you look at it, it's I haven't seen anything like this on a major scale in a while. Uh, the event seems good. I think we have a. I think we actually have a preview package for the main or okay. for the big event coming up that we're going to go to. I believe right now, if they can go to it in the truck, that'd be helpful. I would say this will make my twenty. 21st year fighting. 
Yeah, I'm 44. But I move like I'm 28. Yeah. Honestly, I think, you know, fighting in my hometown, it's nice just because whenever you walk out to a Jason Knight fight in Mississippi, there's nothing else like it. When I look at it, he can he can talk all he want to. I'm not gonna say a whole lot until we get in that in that cage or whatever. We get in there, we start fighting. I'll do my talking then. Out of ten, he's gonna want to try to see if his stand up is better than mine. I think my stand up is way better than his anyway. So. That's if hype, that man. video package you even more excited. <laughs> I was I know we were both talking off the air, we were both mm -hmm. excited, but that doesn't get you more excited. I mean, this is here. It's gonna be on the BK TV app, of course, BKFC.com. You don't want to miss that. Uh, one of the many new things that we're putting on the app, headed up by Jorge Mastafault. Best I can't speak better. Say the name. Street Jesus. Thank you. My man. Yeah, that's the yeah. There you go. Thank them you. Boys, them boys from Florida are raw, man. <laughs> well, I mean, what's gonna happen? I mean, I haven't seen it like this in a while. Like I, I don't pay attention always to if they do this underground or anything like that, but th this is gonna be Awesome. I, I can't say enough about it. One of the bloodiest fights of all time, Artem Lobov versus Jason Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got felony Charles Bennett, who comes from the pride rules, soccer kicks, like knees to the face, some hardcore shit, and man. And it's right, it's right in the zone for him, yeah. Man, both of these dudes are main event category. Man, this is going to be sick. I want to see... One of the things I was going to say before we actually hit the trailer was before MMA became MMA, mixed martial arts, yeah. you know, it was kind of what style, what discipline, who's the best fighter. Now we were 20 plus years into the game. Different game. Exactly. We're 20 years into the game now. I want to see how jujitsu with no gloves, with bare knuckle. I mean, it's there's a lot of moving parts. This is exciting, man. I'm really interested to see how this uh how this pans out because I've, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions as to what are, if any of the rules change, I'm guessing the unified rules uh, for uh, mixed martial arts is, is going to be the same, but it's interesting. interesting well, Rob, at least, man. well, Rob, there's only one way to find out tomorrow night live BKFC network or whatever. BK TV app. I am. Yeah, they're going to fire me after today. Breaking cameras, <laughs> not saying anything right. BKFC.com to check it out. I'm actually really excited to see that. I'm excited too. Uh, as we keep saying, but Tyler Goodjohn, I'm, I don't know if I'm excited to have him on, but he's coming on in a couple minutes. We're going to mm -hmm. talk to him live about his big match with Luis Palomino coming up. That's BKFC 18. That is June 26. So that's uh, two big weekends here. you got tomorrow night with Gamebred. Back to back yeah, to back, And then BKFC, man. it's going to be awesome in Miami. So he's facing uh, Luis Palomino. And uh, definitely bad fast, blood Just there. so people understand, you buy the app now. You buy the app now. You get to watch in a month, a month. Say there's 12 pay-per-view events. Yeah. You're going to watch the Game Bread, M excuse me, Game Bread, MMA, no-gloved event. 
this weekend, along with BKFC 18 for one price. Think about that. That's that's two awesome events, guaranteed. Less than a pack of noops. <laughs> man, where are you coming with this stuff? A pack of noops. Come on, Rob. My, uh, Makes my throat hurt thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, man. I used to smoke a long time ago. <laughs> noops, he says. Hey, if you smoke, if you still smoke, I'm not saying you should, but drop in the comment section. Have you ever smoked noops? <laughs> well, we're, listen, man. We're already getting beat up for two backwards hats, man. And I got to uh, address that. Right. Well, look, I, 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 I got a new haircut, too. Look, I'll take it off. I just see I didn't I, I hit up my barber I was like dude I need a cut he's like oh I'm only there I'm only there on Friday this week I'm like come on dude I like you gotta hook it up so I'm like I, I gotta put a hat on I gotta put a hat on they're like they're, they're beating us up in the chat but I love it though well somebody once told me mm -hmm. to wear hats too much it makes your hairline receding makes you go bold I don't wear uh -huh. hats a lot I wear a hat I don't know why I even have hair. You I got just, a great full head of hair, I man. Do. Look at I, that. Uh, Look at that wig. It's, it's kind of flat, but we're not doing a Vidal Sassoon commercial, whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get ready to talk to Tyler Goodjohn, a man with a lot of hair, yeah. more hair than me and you combined, mm -hmm. and a lot of problems, some would say, coming up with Luis Palomino uh, for BKFC 18, June 26th. We're going to talk to Tyler Goodjohn. No telling what he's going to say right after this. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell can change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tastes it so good. Tiger and we're back. Rob, Brian, and Tyler Goodjohn on the phone. Excited to talk to this guy. A little mm -hmm. nervous. You never know what he's going to say. Um, and, you know, we've had some issues in the past, and we're not going to be talking about it. I don't think you can hear me yet, but let's bring him on. Tyler Goodjohn, uh, is he out of the green room, the fantasy green room we have here at Satellite 5? <laughs> the Zoom. Oh, there he is on the beach. How are you, Tyler? On the beach. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very, very good. We're, we're being cordial. We're starting this off nicely. It's, it's great to have you here. Now, I see you on the beach. Where in the world are you right now? I know you, you were making your way to Miami. Uh, so currently, I'm in Boca Chica, Dominican Republic, quarantining for 14 days uh, to be able to then get into the U.S. All right. Well, we're looking forward to the fight. We've been talking about it. I know you're looking forward to it also. Uh, let's just get right into it. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media uh, with you training and stuff. And I noticed that it looks like you're, you're training. You look great, first of all. It's the best shape I've ever seen you in. But your training where you're at right now seems to be – it could have been suffering, but you're doing training on the beach. I've seen you filling pillowcases up with sand, it looked like, jumping over recliners. The gyms are closed or something. Is that playing on your mind? Uh, no, not really. Look, I've, I've, been a well, I've been a professional combat sports you know, athlete for 12 years now. I've been a boxer for 20. I know – I know what to do to get fit, um, and to be honest, I put I put a really good camp in before I come out here. So now I'm just I'm just taking over. Really, I felt great. I just done a little workout, uh, and I felt great. I felt wicked. So okay. well, you know, you just do what has to be done at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do, and I see you doing that now. Luis Palomino has something different to say. We had him on. He was talking about your training. I've seen him on Instagram. He seems to think the training that you're doing is, I don't know if he said asinine, but it's foolish. He said it doesn't have to do with fighting. How do you respond to that? All right. <laughs> Let this 40-year-old man, skinny little noodle legs, come and do a session of what I do and see if he gets through it. I've been begging this guy to do seven rounds for like a month now, 
and he just keeps mugging me off with, I'm going to do you in 10 seconds and all this. The guy don't know what he's talking about, but he's going to find out. Find out I'm coming. The English Vikings coming. You are coming to Miami. You're coming with a vengeance. We can see that. Now, last time you were at a BKFC show live, that's when you jumped into the squared circle. I was in the middle of it as Luis was celebrating his victory, getting ready for his big victory speech, and as he beat Jim Ellers in, in a handly, handily fashion pretty quickly. Um, any regrets on doing that, jumping in like that? You got a lot of heat for that. Not at all. Look, I'm a, I'm a fighter, and I want to be number one in this sport. So if you want to if, if you want to fall out of me or hate me for, for trying to better my career and, and try and get to face the best fighters um, in, in my sport. That's a you problem. That's not a me problem. I, I, can, I don't care. I don't care. Well, I love the honesty. Now, you're, you're like tough. We know how tough you are. Uh, we've seen what you've done in the UK and, you know, you're a fighter, so you can handle yourself. But in Miami, as you saw last time, rumor had it that you were escorted out by security and stuff. People were so mad that you jumped in the squared circle. Uh, this time, is there any I know you're not going to admit fear because you're a fighter, but is there any apprehension in walking into Miami knowing how much you're going to be hated or you seem to thrive off that? No, I thrive off that. Look, you know, like I'm, I'll be underdog. I don't mind that at all. Um, like I said, I'm going to bring, I'm bringing a shot um, and it's going to, it's going to be all the better when, when it does happen. Um, Miami just needs to get ready for when it does happen. Well, it, it seems like you're ready. I, I can tell by, number one, just talking to you, your mentality, the, the way your body seems to have changed. You seem like you're in much better shape this time around uh, physically. We can see that. But mentally, what's different for Tyler Goodjohn this time? Is the, is the mentality any different coming in? Yeah, definitely. Look, I, you know, the, it's, been, it's been documented loads of times of what went wrong with the last camp and everything else. Um, and like I say, I, I put a full camp in, full 12, 13 weeks before I even hit Dominican. So, and I've been training hard out here. So, I'm just ready now. It's, um, you know, I'm coming, you, you know, I'm coming to fight. I'm coming over here on my own with no trainer, no friends, no family, no nothing. You know, I'm coming to fight. Um, if Palomino doesn't respect me now, the guy will after the fight, trust me. Well, last time we had Palomino on the show, he did not have uh, such kind words to say. <laughs> he basically said that he wants to rearrange your jaw, break your jaw. Break it. Or yes. orbital. He said orbital, too. Just <laughs> so you do not run your mouth anymore. What what words do you have for Palomino? You know, he, he can literally say what he wants. It's only going to be me and him in the ring. He can do all this WWE rubbish. I'm going to break his jaw and do all this, but... Oi, when we come face-to-face at the weigh-in, the press conference, he's going to look in my eyes and he knows I'm coming to fight. I am coming to fight Palomino. Uh, and that's all there is to it. So all the talking and that, to be honest, it's done now. What, what more can be said? You know, we're, we're, what, nine days, eight days out from the fight? Let's, let's just go. That's, I'm all about this fight now. So, Tyler, when will you actually arrive in Miami? You're, you're doing the quarantine Dow. How many days do you have left? Um, so, I'll be flying to Fort Lauderdale on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so I'll be in the U.S. Tuesday. Okay. Now, I, I think I saw you talking on social media about this. By the way, we should do this right now. I know you had to change accounts. You have a new account, so I'd like you to plug that before I forget. We've got to get, get your followers back up. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I may have pushed my luck a little bit with uh, my last 
other accounts. So this next one's going to be purely professional. What's the new? What's your new account? Uh, El Tornado ninety one. All right, make sure you follow him on that. Now, I, I think I saw you say on social media, it may have been one of the times that we talked off the air. Uh, you're coming by your lonesome. You don't have a coach with you. Is this correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm here on my own. I've been I've been quarantining for what ten days on my own. Um, no one out here speak <laughs> any English, which is quite frustrating. There's a gym. There's a curfew. Well, there was a curfew last week at three p.m. I think it's been moved to six p.m. now, which uh, is great. But look, I'm just coming out here. You will not find anyone who wants to fight more than me. This is, this is what I love to do. I love traveling the world. Just give me a ring and I'll do the rest. I know you will. I, I would, I would uh, say that the curfew, and no disrespect, might help Tyler Goodjohn because, I mean, you like to have a good time. You like the ladies and stuff. So the curfew kind of forcing you. And I know you're driven, but that forces you to stay inside, I would guess, right? You know what? Like, honestly, like, off the bat, I mean, obviously, I paint an image you look at my instagram my life's crazy and everything else but you will not find someone more dedicated to his sport than me um you won't like even with the last fight who, who else do you know catches covid two weeks before the fight and still fights do you know what i mean who else does that nobody does that like you will not find anyone and, and that's testament to how hard i was training that i could still recover from covid and go fight you know, I'm a, I am a beast. I train very hard. I'm very, very determined. I'm very disciplined. You see me smoke a bit of weed. I don't drink. I don't do anything else. I smoke weed to just have a good night's sleep, get up and train all over again. That's me. Um, so anyone who's got that twisted, again, it's going to be a shock. Got it. So uh, after it ends, uh, if you do win the title and you do beat Luis Palomino, I mean, uh, the bad blood that's seemingly there, are you willing to put that to bed? Are you going to shake his hand? Uh, how will that uh, turn out, do you think, in your mind? Yeah, definitely. Look, Lewis Palomino is, you know, he's a warrior. He's a, he's a great fighter. I'm not going to say he's a, he's, he's a bad fighter or anything like that. He's been about in the MMA world. I've been watching his fights. You know, I'm not... At the end of the day, right, that whole thing where I got in the ring, if Jim Ayler's had won the fight I would have done exactly the same to Jim I'm about being number one and if I have to, if that means jumping in the ring and doing a madness that's what I've got to do and, and let's face it that's that's how fights get made nowadays um, if you don't make noise you don't get heard and I've had one fight in BKFC it was, and here I am now I'm about to fight in Miami for the world title so um, you've got to play the game sometimes yeah, definitely. Uh, I actually, uh, you know, watching you play the game, I can never tell when it's a game when it's real. That's why you're you're an entertaining guy. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, we're looking forward to you making a big splash, man. We can't wait to see you. BKFC.com. Grab the app. Tyler Goodjohn versus Luis Palomino. Before we let you go, uh, I believe when we talked to Luis, we talked about your head movement. How would you rate your head movement? I'm curious. Um, I, I, I've always had very, very good head movement. Um, the only... The only trouble I would say with when I was a professional blood boxer, I um, I neglected my boxing skills, my head movement because I loved to fight so much. I was always in fight in the night and I let the crowd overtake me a little bit. Whereas in bare knuckle, you can't be a, you can't afford to be taking them silly shots with 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 um, without gloves on, you know. So 
my head movement. I've just been doing the stuff that I should have been doing years ago. I'm very good at it. I've I've studied fighters like James Tony, Mayweather, you know, all, all them kind of slick fighters uh, for years and years, and uh, and now I'm actually using it. So. Yeah, Rob, I, I don't fully remember. I think when we talked to Luis, we brought up you, you having good head movement. He mm -hmm. didn't seem to agree. He seemed to really disagree wholeheartedly on that. How do you speak to that? Again, look, if, if Luis Palomino needs, I don't know, if he needs to bad mouth me to hype himself up, let him do it. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he can be sat next to me and I'm just going to go, do you know what, Luis? I'm going to punch your head in, mate. And that's all there is to it. You want to start slagging me off, saying I'm bad at this, I'm bad at that, to try and G yourself up? Brilliant, cool. Because I don't need any more Ging up. I'm just going to get in there and I'm going to punch your head in. Well, we're looking forward to you guys punching each other. It's, it's coming up again, BKFC, June 26, BKFC 18, BKFC.com. Most people, when they come on a Zoom call, they have to put the fake background behind them with like the, the tropical trees. You have the real Looks thing like right paradise. now. It does look like paradise, Rob. We got to get one of those backgrounds for us, but you know. Um, Thank you for coming on. We wish you luck. Looking forward to seeing you in Miami. Stay safe with your travels. And uh, dare I say, this is a different Tyler Goodjohn than we've seen last time. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. No, I appreciate it a lot, guys. Thank you. All right. We'll see you in Miami, my friend. All right. I think he's my friend. I don't know. I tried that. He didn't say he we'll wasn't. See, man. He didn't say. I thought you were going to stare it up. Thank you for letting me do a journalistic interview because I thought that was going to be bad. I was no, no, no. It was going. It was going good. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to. You know, turn the turn the tractor trailer off the highway. So I think hey, it's going well, man. Sometimes I just like to get in their heads. Like a lot of mm -hmm. people, Rob. I feel like enjoy hearing different things when you interview fighters. I do want to hear uh, how they visualize the fight all the time. But sometimes when it's bad blood like this that we've been seeing. I enjoy asking uh, mental questions, like, where are you at mentally? How do you mm -hmm. respond to this? That's how I enjoy this. And I think Tyler spoke uh, very – it seems like a different Tyler Goodjohn to me. I was that, That's what I was going to say, and that's why I didn't want to hop in and you know uh, stir the pot a little bit. He seemed extremely focused, more yeah. focused than his, his fight with uh, felony Charles Bennett for sure. And, Way uh, more. Body looks better, yeah. You know, and, and he just seems like he's not. He's still talking his trash that he does, but I feel like he's doing it in another way. Everything's different for this fight. That's what I'm excited about. I think about later it. down the line, we're gonna have predictions on fights. I got my prediction. I'm gonna save that though. I can't wait for that. Know. We'll be doing that yeah. in a little while. But before we get to that, he's in the match for the BKFC Heavyweight Championship of the World against Joey Beltran, our champion. Sam Shoemaker's coming up on the show in just a minute, and also, yeah, man. I don't think Sam even knows this. We have an exclusive video from Joey Beltran where he was uh, working out the other day, and he mm -hmm. stopped to give some words about how he felt about the fight. Okay. Joey seems pretty pissed off about the fight and how he's uh, how people are looking at the fight. So we'll mm. look at that after the break, and then we'll go into our Sam Shoemaker interview. Sound good? Great to me, man. As Let's long do as it. it sounds good to you, it's good to me. As we go to commercial. Welcome to the world of Bare Knuckle TV. Watch every live Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship pay-per-view event for only $3.99 per month. Enjoy our all-new library of content, including unlimited access to the full archive of BKFC pay-per-views, behind-the-scenes access, exclusive BKFC original series, and additional live Bare Knuckle fights from around the globe. You can access it anywhere you want, anytime you want, instantly on most streaming devices. It's available right now on the Bare Knuckle TV app. Over 1,000 hours of on-demand content, uncut and uncensored. All here, anytime you want, anywhere you want, for only $3.99 a month. Subscribe now exclusively at BKTVapp.com. Rob, we're having a great show so far. It's good. Where did Rob go? He left. 
<laughs> I just got up and rolled. They're like 10 seconds till you go, and Rob rolls. Well, we do have Sam Shoemaker coming up in a couple minutes. Again, he's facing Joey Beltran if you're just tuning in. Looking forward to that fight. There's going to be a lot of goodness in that fight. They're going to they're gonna fight because Joey doesn't know how to back up. He doesn't. And Sam hits so hard. Joey, I think he's in the best shape I've ever seen. We're going to see a video of Joey talking about why he's a little pissed off right now uh, at how people are looking at this fight. And I'm excited to see that exclusive video that uh, we obtained. But Sam, you know, Sam is a tough guy. You've seen Sam fight. You've seen Sam since BKFC won. And many feel like this is Sam's climb. We've watched his climb if you've been around since the beginning. If you didn't, you can do that on the app at BKFC.com. Grab the app. But Sam has been down since day one. And now Sam finally going after the world title. So we're excited to see what happens. And Joey, he's been a great world champion. So either way, it's going to be a great fight. I think Rob's ready to make his way back. Come on back, Rob. I didn't know where he went. Ah, that's a better look. Sorry about your neck. I heard it last time. I didn't mean to grab you like that. Man. All right. So such an abusive partner. So, isn't he? so I don't know. I mean, I think he went to drop a deuce. Where'd you go, Rob? <laughs> Dude, if I had to drop a deuce, I wouldn't be back for like two <laughs> hours, was a man. I'll right? take my time on that. Gonna, turn the bidet on in the bathroom. I dig <laughs> nah, it. That's too much tiger life, man. <laughs> so, Going right through me. Listen, I know you're just coming back. Mm-hmm. I was setting it up. We have Sam Shoemaker ready to come on. Awesome. But before we do that, I was telling you about that exclusive video we got from Joey and how pissed off he is. Uh, so let's take a look at what Joey thinks about this fight and why he's mad, and then we'll talk to Sam right after okay. that. Sounds good. No more and more. I mean, more pissed off and annoyed at the media, BKFC employees, saying that this fight's going to be a great war between Sam Schumacher and I. Understand something. June 26th, there will be no great war. There's only going to be an execution. Man, Joey looks ready. He looks mad. I, I, he's, he's, I mean, he's the world champion. He's mm-hmm. speaking. You can't be like, that's arrogance. I mean, even though Sam Schumacher is a tough guy, and we're going to talk to him in a minute, Joey is thinking like a BKFC World Heavyweight Champion should. I think Sam might even agree with that as we bring our, our friend Sam Shoemaker on. Sam challenging for the BKFC World Heavyweight title June 26th, BKFC 18, BKFC.com to grab that app to get in and watch that. How you feeling, Sam? The beard looks on point. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, no, I feel great, man. Uh, you know, we've had a great camp, and, uh, you know, we're excited to uh, have the opportunity to uh, compete for uh, the heavyweight world title. So uh, here we go. Well, we're excited to watch it. And I don't know if you could hear that, but Joey was just talking uh, right before you came on. He's pretty upset. Uh, he seems upset because people think that this is going to be a great fight. This is going to be a great fight. He said it's going to be an executioner. May I change that in a Mexicution because he's the Mexicutioner. So, I mean, right away, I just wonder how you respond to that. He says not a great fight in execution. Uh, well, I mean, I feel sorry for that guy if he actually thinks he's just going to walk right through me. I mean, uh, it's just crazy to, for me to even uh, try to comprehend the fact that he thinks that, uh, you know, he's tough enough to just walk right through me. I mean, he's got something else coming, I promise you. <clears throat> We're looking forward. It sounds like me clearing his throat. I always do that. They make fun of me. Ah! Uh, we <laughs> we follow, follow the ball, Brian. Get your ADD on point. Tiger likes cooking. So, yeah, it's interesting that he had to look at it that way. But Joey is known, you know, relentless pressure, I feel like, for you. You're going to have to respond to his relentless pressure. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to walk through punches to get a punch. But a guy like you with the power you have, Sam, I mean, do you think he'll dare walk through one of your punches? Do you think he even wants to taste one of your punches? Uh, I mean, it sounds like uh, he's dumb enough to do something like that. So, yeah, let him walk through three, four, five. How's he going to take 10, 11, 12 of them? 
I mean, we'll see. His brain might be mush after we're done. He might be stuttering a little more and having a hard time with his interviews like he already does, but it's going to be worse. Mm. So, uh, you know, he can be arrogant. He can walk straight forward all he wants to. He's going to eat a lot of punches, I promise, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. <clears throat> Sam, it looks like your training regimen has been stepped up a little bit, maybe the, the cardio. From the Sam Shoemaker from BKFC 1 to the, the latest of, you know, dare I say, just kind of annihilating Bobo O'Bannon. Yeah. Um, you look, say it happened. Yeah. <laughs> From from your transition, you look like a totally different fighter. What has changed, and what's your game plan going into this with uh, Joey Beltron? You know, uh, we've just developed uh, over time as a fighter the experience, uh, you know, uh, the exposure, and just uh, you know, learning more from uh, other fighters and coaches along the way, and just uh, you know, uh, picking it up because you know this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, and we're not going to let it go by. Uh, you know, without uh, really uh, putting forth that effort, you know, this is a this is a chance not very many people get. So uh, you all guys are going to see the best Sam Shoemaker that you've seen yet. The Bobo Bannon Sam Shoemaker. Yeah, even better than that one. Well, we're definitely more excited. Wow. The more you talk, the more excited we're getting. This is going to be a great card. June 26th. Of course, you're taking on Sam Shoemaker's taking on uh, Joey Beltran, our BKFC heavyweight champion of the world. And I keep calling it a barn burner because that's what it's going to be. These two guys are going to fight. And you saw Joey, or you've seen Joey, I'm sure. Joey looks to me like he may be, in, uh, you know, with his cardio, his body, some of the best shape of his Stepped life. Stepped up the game as well. Straight up. So you have yeah. two guys taking each other very seriously, no matter what Joey says. I mean, you can see how seriously he's taking. You're a dangerous man, Sam Shoemaker, uh, especially inside that squared circle. So... As we look at Joey getting in the best shape of his life, and you'd say you're in the best shape of your life, I want to talk about your climb here. BKFC, you've been here since the beginning. Uh, what does it mean to you, Sam, that you could possibly be the BKFC heavyweight champion of the world after this climb? I mean, that, that's got to feel amazing for you. I mean, that, that would, uh, you know, be the icing on the cake. Uh, you know, uh, we've uh, worked hard, grinded hard, uh, you know, and just uh, – kept on that hard road you know it's a lot of hard work and any professional fighter knows if you're going to be successful and be at the top of the game you got to sacrifice a lot in life and just really uh, work your ass off so uh, we've been doing that and uh, you know just preparing ourselves uh, for war you know uh, we're prepared to uh, you know I know a lot of people say that but we're prepared to die in this ring uh, for this fight you know it means that much to us we're going to go out there we're going to lay it out on the line and uh, you know the biggest winners of this fight is going to be the fans because it's going to be a hell of a show oh it is Absolutely. And for, for those that don't know, Sam, how did you find BKFC or how did BKFC find you? I uh, saw a advertisement on Facebook for uh, Bare Knuckle Tryouts in 2017. And so I, uh, I went there to uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in July of 2017 and, uh, you know, gave it my all to tryouts. And, uh, you know, I got signed on and, uh, you know, they really liked what they saw. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, trying to put on a show ever since every every event that we get to be a part of. So from flying out halfway across the country to now being on the biggest stage of BKFC 18. I feel good for him. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So as we talk about all these things and and how you came up in BKFC and how you've been here since the beginning, I want to kind of shift off that for a moment, as interesting as that is. And I want to talk about visualization. I like to do this with fighters because I know most of you visualize your fights. Uh, We talked about Joey's relentless pressure, his pace that he's going to try and keep. That's how he's probably visualizing the fight, I would guess. How do you visualize this yeah. fight going? Uh, do you have to try to put him away early, or how, how do you visualize it? Uh, you know, we don't know for sure how it's going to go. We visualize it in many different ways. We know Joey's going to come forward, and uh, he's going to put that pressure on. And, you know, he's a tough guy. He takes a good shot. So uh, we're just going to concentrate on landing the right punches and not, uh, you know, not uh, wearing ourselves out and, and punching the wrong spot and breaking our hand on the top of his head or 
you know, his elbows or anything like that. So we're going to try to be smart. We're going to be precise and we're going to uh, cut him up and hopefully knock him out. So you, uh, your training camp has gone uh, all over the place, seemingly. I know you're right over the bridge where we're at by the Philadelphia area. You were training in Camden, and now you're back home training. Uh, how do you feel that coming here to Camden, did that up your game? Did that change things for you a little bit? Why did you choose Camden, New Jersey to come train? Uh, definitely, you know, uh, definitely up my game, was able to come and, uh, you know, get some sparring in that I wouldn't have got here where I'm at. And then also, uh, you know, new looks from coaches and different people as far as uh, – things I was doing right and things I was doing wrong and also things to add to my game, you know, so uh, mentally and physically we're feeling good. Uh, it was a great experience to come out there and, uh, you know, obviously we're going to do it again in the future. Uh, we actually made our way out there because of, uh, you know, my coach Rodney Rice, you guys know him very well. Yes. He's part of the mm -hmm. BKFC family, a uh, great guy, very knowledgeable. Um, you know, uh, one of the best trainers I've ever had the opportunity to work with. So, uh, you know, much love to him uh, to give me the opportunity uh, to come out and train, to have the partners and the, and the facilities to train at. So, um, you know, that's how I was able to come out and really uh, take my game to another level. Well, it's exciting to hear that. And as we talk about, we talked about visualization earlier and stuff like that. The last thing I want to get to with you is visualize. I know you're a big family man. I know you're, you're involved with your kids, your wife all the time. I know you go to the kids' uh, baseball games. I know about all this. Uh, when I talk to you yeah. on the phone, when we do business together, we always talk about our families first. And I, I think that you're a special kind of guy to do that. Uh, but Sam, what will it feel like? Let's look at both ways. Coming home with the BKFC World Heavyweight title and showing your three boys, what will that feel like to you? Have you thought about that? I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, that'd be a dream come true. You know, uh, either way, win or lose, my boys are always proud of me and just happy to see me come home uh, healthy, you know. So hmm. uh, I have a great uh, support group back home with them. And, uh, you know, to be able to come home and, and to let them touch these historic belts and to see them and, to, you know, see their dad, uh, all that hard work pay off, you know, because they're in there grinding with me, too. They come out, they run with me, they push me, they they keep me on track at home as what I should and shouldn't eat and things like that. So, uh, yeah, they would be uh, super ecstatic to see me bring those home. Now, is there going to be a fight between the Shoemaker family boys to see who gets to hold the title first? Or how's that going to work, <laughs> if you will? Yeah, we might have to have a wrestle-off. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, Sam Shoemaker, we're excited to see you versus Joey Beltran. We've watched your climb. What a test it's going to be. You're in the best shape of your life. Joey is as well. June 26th, BKFC18, bkfc.com. I have to wonder if Joey's head is going to be the next one on your wall, right next to your big buck or deer. I don't know. I'm not a hunter, but it looks like something back there. Hey, uh, you know, there ain't no telling. We're going to give it our all out there, and, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be an exciting fight. We're happy that uh, – Joey's training his ass off and getting in the best shape of his life. That way, you know, uh, we're doing the same thing in return, and that way the fans, uh, you know, they get what they pay for. It's going to be a super exciting fight for us. Uh, you could say that 10 more times, and, and we would listen, and we're very excited for your fight. BKFC 18, thank you for coming on, uh, Sam Shoemaker. Uh, go get back to training, get back to family time. We appreciate your time. All right, guys. Hey, appreciate you all having me. I'll see you here soon. See you very soon in Miami, June 26th. Thanks, They're going to bash it out. They're going to fight it out, him and Joey, man. I'm – Every fight on this card is amazing, and that's why it was great to talk to him. But mm -hmm. coming up after this commercial, we're going to go through like the top six matches in the card, and maybe we'll get some predictions from you. I can't predict. I'm a broadcast journalist. I'll give you my predictions. You will. Mm -hmm. So you're committing to that. You're not going to yep. beat around the bush. Really? Okay, well, I'm Straight excited. Up. So we're going to go through uh, six of the matches coming up, six of the bouts on BKFC 18, June 26th from Miami. BKFC.com. I keep banging you over the head with that because I don't want you to miss it. It's going to be a great card. We'll do that, Rob right after this. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. 
purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell can change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tastes it so good. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 18, June 26th from Hard Rock Live at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino with four world titles on the line. Sam Shoemaker challenges heavyweight champ Joey Beltron. Hector Lombard clashes with Joe Riggs to crown a cruiserweight champ. Luis Palomino defends his lightweight title against Tyler Goodjohn. And Julie Diaz takes on Tiago Alves for the vacant middleweight title. It's BKFC 18, Saturday, June 26th, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on the BKTV app. Download it now at BKFC.com. Potatoes, greens, beans. You were singing your stuff. You name it. <laughs> greens, beans. What are we even singing? What are we doing? I don't know. My three-year-old was singing it on the couch. <laughs> See, that's all I heard was six months last night. <laughs> And my three-year-old sings. What does he sing all the time? He sings. Oh, he still sings Dominic the Italian Christmas song. I don't know how anybody round. has more than one kid. I don't. <laughs> I, got I have no idea how uh, you guys do bad. it, man. It's, it's a lot, but it's fun. Oh, it's dude, weird. it's, it's oh. see that. Now a big shout out to anybody who has a child, let alone more than one. Yeah, let's. I, I love my son to be, death, man. Before but I'm we do one these predictions, I'm curious. I have two. You have one. I know that Josh Burns told us he has like 12 or something, right? He fights with blue our minds. So in the chat, if you have kids, how many kids do you have? Who has the most kids in the chat? I want to see. Just type the number of kids if you have kids. If you don't have kids, I mean, that means you have a different kind of life, probably like I used to have. I know. I know. <laughs> but Got that bachelor life. life. The bachelor. Or that bachelorette. That depending bachelorette, on who's watching. Yeah. I, I think 99.9% of the guys are watching their dudes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know how many women want to look at our ugly mugs. All right, let's go through the card. Uh, Saturday coming up, not this Saturday, next Saturday, June 26th, BKFC.com. Grab the BKTV app so you can get in. Uh, It's going to be a great card. Mm -hmm. I I think it's our, I know, it's our biggest card we've ever done in Miami. That's going to be awesome. 14 fights, four championship bouts. 14 fights. How do, you, how, do you, how do you top this? I don't know. We always, I, I got to tell you, whenever we say, how do you top these cards? Mm-hmm. I never get nervous, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, what the heck are we going to do next to mm-hmm. top it? So I know there's bigger stuff coming. We'll, we'll get to that at some point. Not today. We like to tease you with things. But let's go through some of the fights. Let's uh, do it. The first we fight go. is a fight that I think Travis Thompson, he seems to be a, the animal. He's wanted that for a while. I've seen mm-hmm. him interrupt people's interviews. Uh, interview, Brandon Lambert's interview. He interrupted him saying he was going to knock out Jared Grant, Kid Gotti. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this has been going on since, what was that, Knuckle Mania? He's wanted this fight. It yeah. Seems like Tyler, yeah. Or excuse me, not Tyler, Travis Thompson. So it's going to be uh, Travis Thompson versus Jared Grant. Jared Grant uh, made his debut in Bare Knuckle. He was like 19. He's the youngest fighter we have. Uh, mm-hmm. He's undefeated. He's fun to watch. And Travis Thompson, a guy that just loves to fight. The man loves to fight. I feel like he would do it for free. I do. He, he enjoys fighting. And he's wanted for some reason. He, he doesn't think Kid Gotti, Jared Grant, has what it takes to beat him uh, at all. Like not, it, He's very open about it. I've heard him talk about it. So when it comes to this fight, Jared Grant versus Travis Thompson, Rob, where do you stand with this fight? And the chat, you can weigh in too. My pick, Jared Grant. Jared Grant in three. Now listen, Travis Thompson has some. He's got he's got some power. He's knocked he's down. Tough. I'm pretty pretty sure he dropped that new win. So I'm Thanks. pretty sure he dropped him. Um, but ah, dude, Jared Grant is crisp. That dude is slick, man. I don't think Tom Thompson's gonna be able to handle his skill set. I think his boxing is just gonna be too much for him. And I got him in three. Jared Grant all day. He's going to remain undefeated. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting to see what Jared does. And if Travis Thompson gets past him and doesn't go the way you're saying, it'll be interesting to see what Travis does. Either way, good fight. Excited to see it. And uh, when Jared Grant's on the court or Travis Thompson, you know it's going to be a a great fight. Mm -hmm. 
Let's move to the second fight we want to talk about here. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's another great one. I mean, filled with great ones. And these aren't even. These could be like this could be like a co-main. Uh, this match. Uh, this could please. be a main event. It could be main. I'm sorry, I thought yeah. we put the wrong one. Every, every one or of the co-main. match could be co-main mm-hmm. or main. Uh, Jake Boswick versus Julian Lane. We saw Jake Boswick versus Tyler Vogel. That was the first and only um, ever match in BKFC history to go six, six rounds. Six rounds, man. And he was six game day war. for it. He was ready for it. What a war it was. We've seen Jake. He's good. We've seen him online training with Timberland, hanging out with the celebrities, yeah, too. Uh, and, and Jake, incredible shape. But then there's Julian Lane, also in incredible shape. Let me bang, bro! And, and he's, he's ready to fight. Julian just lives for this. He lives for this. He's ready to go. I can't predict this one. Mm-hmm. I, I have no clue what could happen. Of course, he had Julian Lane taking on Tiago Alves, which I believe they're showing right now. This was Tiago's debut. And some would say that Julian Lane won this when it went to uh, the judges. Uh, people were arguing about that. That was the big topic of it discussion. Was close. It was, it was a very, very close. close. It could have gone either way for sure. And Julian took this fight, by the way, on, what do you say, like less than, I think, like six days notice? Seven days Seven notice? Seven days notice? Yeah. So, so Julian really performs well. Mm-hmm. We know Jake Boswick performs well. But what one's going to perform better on this night? Oh, all right. So here's two for you. I've got Jake Boswick first round knockout. If that does not occur, Julian Lane. Julian Lane, if he gets out of the first round, that's it. It's all him. Doesn't matter what happens after that. If he gets out of the first round, Jake Boswick's power is sick. Yeah. He's got knockout power. So does Julian Lane. But I think Julian Lane leaves himself too exposed when you throw some of his haymakers. He has tightened up his game, though, versus Alves. His game is certainly tightened up. Yeah. But ultimately, I've I've got Jake Boswick first round. Gets out of the first round. It's all lane. Second, third, fourth, or fifth. That it's a great occurs. prediction. I mean, yeah, Jake does have that power. And if mm-hmm. you're saying those things about Julian, though, you, you would think that if you know these things, Julian has addressed those things, too. And maybe that'll change. The only way to see is grab the pay-per-view, bkfc.com. You can get the app. Uh, the next fight, let's move on. Mm-hmm. There's my Tiger Life burp of the day. I'm sorry. Uh, Gonzalez versus Sagala. Now, we saw Sagala versus Starling, Knuckle Mania. What a mm-hmm. way to open the main show. It was incredible. These two were being talked about. Their fight essentially went viral. Everybody mm-hmm. was hitting them up. I think Tyson Fury talked about the fight. Uh, and they each threw 200 and some punches. I mean, it was insane, this fight. Uh, I, I actually thanked both combat- combatants later on the night for starting the card off that way. It was such a great fight. So now Segal is stepping in to fight, uh, I guess, the debuting Pearl Gonzalez. And this is going to be an interesting fight. I don't know tons about Pearl. We've never mm-hmm. seen her in BKFC. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the, in BKFC. Segal has, what, one under her belt in BKFC. And Pearl, zip. So See, Pearl is that bring, factor in? Yeah, Pearl's training. She's got the A-list boxing sure pedigree. Does. I mean, she's training with the who's who in the boxing community right now. I will say we had her on, and she was mm-hmm. telling us about that. She seems very confident and comfortable. Sometimes you can kind of see, I feel when I do interviews, when people are debuting, sometimes you can, they, they say they're confident, but you know, eh, maybe not all the way. She seems confident. This is a tough one for me to predict because Sagala, if they both were doing their debut, it would be Pearl by a landslide. Now, when you have your first BKFC fight and you see how the fighters progress and they change and they learn literally a- after their first fight, it's like a totally different person. Yeah. Totally different fight. Yeah, that's that's the again I, I referenced this a little earlier. That that's the Paige Van Zandt thing where mm-hmm. everyone says she kind of figured it out. You watch the light switch go fourth, you can, fifth round, yeah. Straight up, you can train for this all day. You can think you're ready, and, and some people may be ready, but for the most part, you've never been in a true BKFC bout. So you're testing the waters against somebody like Sagala. That could be interesting. So uh, again, my Benadryl brain might be going crazy. Mm-hmm. But did you give me your prediction yet? Unanimous, unanimous decision. 
Pearl Gonzalez. So it'll go. That's how it's going. It's going to go to distance. All right, man. This is this is all. These are great predictions from Rob. Everybody remember these. Remember, share your predictions as well in the comments. And if you bet on this and you lose money, don't hit me up. I don't care. And if you bet on this and you win money, hit me up. I do care. I think you're wonderful. I I value you, and uh, you know we can make you know just hand the money over, at least a percentage of it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, let's move on to the next belt. These are all great. These are great fights, man. I know I keep saying it, but the more you go through it. Tiago Alves versus Yuli Diaz. Of course, Tiago had his debut against Julian Lane. We just spoke mm-hmm. about that. And um, in his debut, went the distance, won the bout. Uh, again, there's question from some people about that. But mm-hmm. still, I think he looked really good in his debut. And now that Tiago, he's a veteran. I mean, Tiago, he kind of said it when I interviewed him. He might have said it off the air to me. Like, he's excited for it, but this is almost another day for him because he's been in so many of these fights. Mm-hmm. The nerves don't seem to be there. He's fighting from ATT, America Top Team, the best place you could be. He seems driven. He wants to bring the title to ATT so they can put a picture up and maybe put the, the title belt up there. And he's taking it very seriously. But then you have Yuli Diaz, two Florida boys here mm-hmm. going at it. So in Florida, I'm sure this is very polarizing as well. Yuli Diaz coming off uh, the world famous now, world record knockout, yeah. uh, three seconds. I still say it was two point something. <laughs> it's quick. Three seconds. We'll see the knockout here. You've seen it a million times. We might as well watch it again. Yuli Diaz has the jungle gym in his backyard. He, he came up with it during COVID. He's been training there. Uh, so fast. That was incredible. Look, then he jumps over the. That, that's amazing. The athleticism. He should be a high jumper, too. Dude. But Yuli Diaz, I mean, he is just so happy to have the opportunity. A guy that I believe, I could be wrong, but got out of his troubles that he had around 2016, has changed his whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Dana Brooke from WWE, that's that's his girlfriend. She's really behind him. Mm-hmm. They seem like a unit. He was he was writing combos, if you watched it on uh, BKFC. The Unglove, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Unglove on BKFC app. He was writing down combos on his bathroom wall when he knocked this guy out. This guy is driven. And he should be driven against a guy like Tiago Alves. It's going to be, be an interesting fight, a great fight. Who takes the title? Mm, I've got Yuli Diaz by knockout in round one, maybe two. It's got to happen quick with Yuli. So right? if it gets out of the second round, though, I have to go with Alves. He just has more experience. Oh, yeah. Just more experience. When I say experience, I mean a higher tiered experience in you know other organizations like UFC. So I think he's fight more, or fought, excuse me, more game opponents not taking anything away from Yuli. No. I think his power is scary. It's ridiculous. I don't think he's uh, anything to, uh, you know, huff at, if you will. Mm-hmm. Knockout comes first two rounds for him. If not, it's going to go to distance. I got my money on Alves. You know, Alves told me, uh, again, I think this was an off-camera conversation. Mm-hmm. He'd been fighting since he was, I think he was 15 for his first fight. He fought like a 20-some-year-old. He lied about his age back yeah, in Brazil, day. right? Yeah, so yeah. this guy, he's been through it. He's fought every style. I agree with what you're saying. But Yuli, too, little. Yuli's background a different kind of toughness. Yeah. I mean, they both fights. come from rough areas. That's what I mean. But you have a guy who did professional fighting for so many years. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm just giving you all the some of all the parts. And I think it's interesting that they both just seem so driven. They both seem so confident, not in an arrogant way. That's the mm-hmm. cool thing. They're just they're they're kind of they're not talking a lot of trash, if so at all. And they both seem driven. So this is a fight against two guys who's driven more, who, who wants it more, it seems like to me, because they both have said that in separate conversations. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think the way you looked at it, you always got to win this early if he's going to win, mm-hmm. I think. But yep. what do I know, right? <laughs> All right, let's check our next bout. We have a lot. Again, we keep going here. If you look up on the screen, it's Luis Palomino versus Tyler Goodjohn, who wow. we spoke to earlier. Yeah. A lot of bad blood here. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Luis has been on a run. Isaac Valley flag done quickly. Uh, Jim Ellers, you're seeing it on screen. That was done in, I, how many seconds was that? It was the first round, right? I it mean, was first round. Yeah. Like 23 seconds. I, I could be wrong or something like that. 
and he's been running through people. He wants to fight. He says he's a samurai warrior looking to put heads on his wall, and but, he does not like Tyler Goodjohn. But Elvin Brito mm -hmm. took him the distance, and it's not taking away anything from Elvin, Elvin Brito. Great fighter. It's an amazing fighter, and Elvin Brito looks... Now, I can't wait to see him fight next. That's a whole other subject. Yeah, me too. But with this, I mean, if you got to take it, you know, take it for face value, Tyler Goodjohn's last fight versus Charles Felony Bennett. It's a rough one. Yeah. I mean, for this one, my pick, I got Luis Palomino by knockout by the third round. You know, I think it's interesting because when there's bad blood seemingly between these two, like there is, I think that can sometimes work against people. And we just spoke mm -hmm. to Tyler. Tyler seemed a lot more calm and confident, not talking as much trash. Luis, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, fight peers are going to hate me for this. I love when they go back and forth. I, I get excited. Uh, but Luis has been running his mouth. And I think, you know, I know Luis can back it up. I know he thinks he can back it up. So can you get too involved in... Too emotional. Yeah, too emotional. And then that works against you. That's, that's the only bad thing I think that could happen to Luis here. But Luis also... Is he's been around for a while. He knows how to keep his emotions in check. He's a very scary man when he wants to be. He's extremely experienced. He's fought some of the top fighters in the entire world. Justin Gagey, just yeah, yeah. just to name you know, just to name one. If it were to go in Tyler Goodjohn's favor, he would have to have to play the distance game with him. He cannot get into a firefight with him. I think he's nope. going to get knocked out. No. If he, if he plays it smart though, and he plays it more boxer style, more Floyd Mayweather defense. Uh, counter striking, I think he has a solid chance. But if he comes in there to try to swing for the fences, if he comes in to try to to go like he did with uh, Felony, he's going to get dropped. I don't think he's going to do that. I hope he doesn't. I don't think he's going to do. He kind of said that when we spoke to him. Like that's mm -hmm. not what he's trying to accomplish in this fight. And, and I think that. You know, Tyler, he's traveling. He's being quarantined right now. But I can tell you this. Tyler is in the best shape that I've seen uh, physically and it seems to be mentally. So Luis Palomino versus Tyler Goodjohn. Luis saying he's going to break Tyler's jaw so he can't talk any more trash. And Tyler wants this bad to prove himself. He, he's kind of a man on a mission. And this is his dream coming true sort of thing. So we're looking forward to that fight. And there's still more, if you can believe it. And this, <laughs> uh, this isn't even the whole card. All right, the next, let's move to the next fight. We'll throw it up at the bottom of the screen so you can check it out. The next fight is Hector Lombard versus Joe Riggs. Joe Riggs has been around for a while. Joe Riggs is a tough customer. Hector Lombard, a very tough customer mm -hmm. as well. Let's just say for me, I'm not a fighter, but when I interview Hector, he has this vibe about him where like he's unpredictable. He's very intense. Mm -hmm. We saw Hector in Bellator. Hector is a bad dude. We saw what he did to, to Kendall, to Kendall Grove. Uh, we're going to watch it right now. I mean, this was... Just this is a slaughter. Yeah, let's call it. Let's call it like we see it, man. He I, absolutely annihilated him. Yeah, I agree. I think Lytle. I think it was Chris Lytle on commentary. If I can remember, said like this is the old Hector Lombard. He's back. Watch out, kind of thing. I mean, you can see him. Look at this. Hector's got ridiculous power, man. I mean, he every 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 fight, every fight he comes in, he's prepared. But you know that that's just no love right there, brother. He's coming in to take heads off. And I think he's going to be coming. Same thing with Joe Riggs. Yeah, and I have yet to talk to Hector about this. I think there's some rumblings going about this. There's been uh, rumors that we've seen this could be Joe Riggs' last yes. fight. This is what I just heard. It could be his, his retirement of sorts, his ride off into the sunset mm -hmm. kind of thing. And it seems to me like Hector's excited to say, well, maybe the last fight, I will make his last fight. I'll claim that mm -hmm. head. So uh, I, I'd be curious to see what Hector has to say about that and what Joe Riggs' mindset going in as. I know, I know he's... Again, family guy, mm -hmm. he loves his family, and he's got some kids. He's got a wife who they support him, but I think they don't want to see him continue fighting. I think they're ready for him to be done. So I think that that's motivating Joe to show his family, look, A, little as damage as possible coming out of this, mm -hmm. and B, I want to ride off into the sunset. And if he wins, 
he rides off in the sunset, I guess, or maybe not. I don't know, because sometimes when a fighter wins, they think they're going to ride off in the sunset. I'll do one more. You get rejuvenated. Yeah, sure. So, Why not? This is, this is all hearsay. I don't know if this is yeah. true, but this is what I heard. So we're excited to see Joe Riggs versus Hector Lombard. Uh, Diesel Joe Riggs, I should say. Uh, who's got it? Who's going to take it? Dude, I think this is going to the scorecards, man. Do I you? think this is going to go to distance. I think this is going to be one bloody hell of a fight. I think this is fight of the night honors right here. I think it's going to go to the scorecards. If I had to pick and I have to pick, like yeah. I said, I'm not going to do any easy. I give Hector by one round. By one. By one round. Okay. Absolutely. That, that'll be a great I fight. I think it's going to go the distance. But you got to you literally have to hit Joe Riggs with a fucking bus in a That's tank, I mean. man. This guy is not going down easy. The so. damage that will be inflicted for both these combatants if it goes the whole way. That, that, that honestly is going to be my second, which will be my first. We're about to get into it to really – to really put my prediction on, I think that's going to be very slim. It's going to be very slim. Well, it's going to go either way. But I, I feel like I keep like a broken record. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I got. I get a thesaurus. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm, it's awesome. I need a thesaurus for different words because this this card is. I, I mean, I'm not being paid. Well, I'm being paid, but I'm not being paid to say these. You're things. getting like, paid. <laughs> yeah. God damn. They man. give me like a Big Mac every Bro, day. Got the I money like comes yeah. in my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they win with your predictions, they could give you some money. We'll do like I go know. fund. Well, apparently you can bet on it. Betonline.ag, I mm. believe. I don't know if the uh, the betting odds are out there. I apologize. I am not a betting person. The betting odds are out there though. The website is live. Betonline.ag. No, you just collect the money when they win. They give it to you for your hot tips. Yeah, if my, if my picks are good, man, I'm going to start uh, looking into this. You're like I'm one of those guys, that, like the 1-900 number. They call. You get on the sports show. You, you get all crazy, and you call for the picks, and you make some money. But the extent of my betting is red or black, and it always That's hit, what I do. And it, and it always lands on goddamn green. There's like one green for every <laughs> 1,000 numbers, and I'm like, come Goes on, Goes to the man. house, brother. Goes this? to the house. Ah, uh, they get me every time. <laughs> I'll let them. I'll watch them get you. How's that? Yeah. We'll go hard rock. We'll gamble. I'll watch you gamble. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, the heavyweight mm -hmm. championship of the world. Uh, another, as we've been calling it, a barn burner. You got two guys here. Sam Shoemaker in the beginning of BKFC was here. He's been here since day one. This guy's climbed. We watch his climb. We found mm -hmm. him at tryouts. He's known as the hardest puncher in BKFC. We've told you a million times. He broke the punch machine. Uh, and he trains with power. He says he's in the best shape of his life, cardio-wise and everything. He came to Camden, New Jersey to get a camp in with Rodney Rice. It's Rocky Balboa stuff. That's right what there, I man. mean. I wonder if he wasn't running the steps in Philly across the bridge there, man, yeah. from New Jersey. So he's a family man that is driven to not only win for himself, but for his family, his kids. He wants to show the hard work has paid off. Mm -hmm. Now, he's going against the guy... As we see Sam here. So do you think he's hungrier? Do you think he's... You That's know, what I was saying last week. he's hungrier week. than Joey for this? I, see, to be a world champion, you have to stay hungry. Mm -hmm. And I think Joey understands that from texting conversations I've had with him or just you know on-air, off-air conversations. Because, look, he's gone from West Coast. He's now in f sunny Florida. Well... It's, listen, he's with you know Britain Hard. It's, it's uh, you know, that's... I agree. But... It's Again, perspective, from what, it's a great perspective mm -hmm. you're coming up with. But from what Joey says, I think the Miami move helped him. And that's why he's dropped some weight because okay. he's sweating so much in Miami. He, he's, he's working harder in Miami, it sounds like. He's got a lot of familiar with him. He's been it's training true. the Diaz boys and the brothers and you know training with Britton Hart. He also told me for the people saying that Britton Hart being with him might hurt his chances, might hurt his career a little bit. He said nothing's further from the truth. He said, if they think they've seen me fight angry or pissed off, I think he's pissed off that people think that it's going to be such a good fight. He thinks he's going to win it. He called it an execution. Mm -hmm. uh, but he said, if people don't think I can fight happy in my personal life, there are other minds. He goes, I'm happier than ever. And judging by how he looks, best shape of his life, 
he must be doing something to lose that weight. And, and I know Britt's training with him as well. So a lot of positivity there. I guess they're working off each other. Yeah, man. A, a, a tough fight camp, a tough crew that are pushing each other left and right. And that's how you get better. Yeah, that's how you get better. It, it was fun to actually watch him training and seeing what he switched from the last time uh, mm -hmm. that I've seen him train. And like we said, Sam Shoemaker driven by a whole nother thing. This is his climb. You're asking if he's hungry. I was saying that last week. That's to me, other than Sam putting him away early, Joey, which is going to be hard because Joey will take mm -hmm. those shots. I feel like, I feel like Joey has to be hungry to be champion. And he's still hungry. He wants to eat more. He wants to know he can eat buffet. Sure. Keep sure. sending him in. He, he's chasing this legacy where he can keep winning and then retire with the world title. That's what's driving him. Where Sam Shoemaker says, I'm not retiring anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I, I want to win so I can continue to defend the title. He'd probably be champion until he relinquished it. That's how he thinks. Yeah, and absolutely. Bring him to his kids. So it's, I like, again, not just look at physicality. Mm -hmm. You got to look at the mental part of this too, because you got to be mentally just tough. Just as in this important. Game. Exactly. And that's where they're at with the mental game. So where are you at mentally with this match? Who's going to take it? Oh man, this is a tough one. Well, Joey Beltran versus Marcel Stamps. Marcel Stamps won the first two rounds, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But like you said, when you had the interview, when we talked to Sam, he does not stop coming forward. He will he eat those two, three, four shots just to get one in. And Joey will tell you that. And he tells you it all the time. And this isn't boxing. You can't just run to the corner, or excuse me, corner clinch and then get broken up. If you clinch, you're getting socked in the fucking mouth. Excuse my language for all you <laughs> underage out it there. It is true. Right? So, and that's what he does. His game plan is very solid. He might not be the fastest guy. He even said it. He might not have the best technique, but heart, drive, yeah, that's, that's tough, man. Yeah, it's there. This is, this is a tough one. I know. So, I can see you're having trouble with this. I, I would have trouble with this if I had a pick. All right. <laughs> if, it, I don't have to pick. if it goes to distance, it's going to be Joey Beltran all day. Okay. If it goes to distance, I think Sam Shoemaker has to put him away in the first or second. That's it. First or second. Now, yep. a, a question I was thinking, we know that Sam left his normal training grounds to come train in, in New Jersey across the bridge here with Rodney Rice. Um, by him leaving to come here, do you think he was learning new stuff? Do you think there's new things? You always see uh, polished up, um, uh, what's the word, polished up uh, fighting. You mm -hmm. know, for, you, you correct what was wrong. Uh, but do you think he's learning some set. new skills, mm -hmm. and is he going to implement those new skills? Is he going to be confident enough, or is he going to just try to stay with the power? Well, well, this is, and this is why this, you know, judging this fight and trying to pick a winner is so tough. It is. It's not like they're just at home and they're continuously doing what they've done. Keep doing what you've always done. You'll keep getting what you've always gotten. And they're changing. They both have moved camps. They're both traveling around. They're bringing in new people. So this is going to be fight of the night. At I feel like we say day, that every fight. Every fight. <laughs> no, I'm calling this. Everyone else has fight of the night honors. The championship match is going to be fight of the night. And at the end of the day, I think my prediction, the winner will be Joey Beltran by one round. I think it's going to be a uh, which not unanimous decision, split decision. Yeah. I think it's going to go a split decision unless Sam gets the knockout. But Joey is so game. I don't think anybody can knock this cat. I don't out, think man. you could take a sledgehammer and hit Joey in the head. Not I think knocking he would keep him coming. out. I've never seen the guy. I've never seen something like that. He's he's incredible. That's why it's going to be an incredible, uh, fantastic, tremendous. I'm trying to come up with different words than other incredible uh, event, and we're looking forward to it. It's Great predictions. Rob. Every fight's going to be Are close. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't see a fight on this card where I can say equivocally, you know, this is the winner. This is the winner. No, that's why I'm glad I didn't have to do the picks and you did. That's why I can always <laughs> say I'm a broadcast journalist. I can't answer that. That's I'll, my, yeah, these are my picks. These are my personal <laughs> opinions. They don't reflect any kind of organization or anything like that. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Put it down below. That's right. So 
this is we're going to take a live look at the betting odds. We have them up there. And oh, we got the odds up. Yeah, All right. yeah. And I, well, let's see how close they are. Let's run through it really fast. Jared Grant, Travis Thompson. What are the odds on him? I don't have them, my glasses on, me. so can you read that? I don't have my cheaters on. All right, so can I zoom is, in? Jared Grant is a negative 160. I'll just read it to you guys. <laughs> Sounds you. good. Minus 160, Travis Thompson, plus 140. So that means what? Uh, if I Thompson bet, I, is the underdog. Thompson is the underdog. Makes ah, sense. No, I'm sorry. Thompson. Yes. Yeah, correct. Thompson is the underdog. All right, my I mean, predictions, right? That's, all right. That's, that's Rob's. Rob's already won money in his oh, mind. Oh, oh, we need someone. Uh, if we have any professional bettors out there, we'd love to get them on here to talk about these odds. Yeah. Maybe for five minutes to go through it. I, I, like I said, it ain't me. That's not me. I'm not the betting guy. I play the roulette, red or black. But I'm, I'm sorry if we could let the the truck continue with the uh, the rest of the odds. Oh, real quick, real quick. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I will say I couldn't bet even if I wanted to because I work for the organization. But yeah. The other reason is if I'm at ringside and I bet on somebody, I won't be able to even have my composure. I'll be like, kill him. <laughs> you can't do that. You know what I mean? So I just stay out of that altogether. Like, yeah, who's placing these betting odds? Who's Ryan Social? <laughs> no, who's, who's this? Who's this? P Rose. Yes. Yeah. Pete Rose? I thought he was still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like under a pseudonym. What was that guy that got in trouble? Ron Mexico. All these fake yeah. names they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the back to the odds here. Yep. I, I know that we were looking at them. So we see that uh, your first prediction yeah, was correct. Yeah, okay. Let's so let's continue. go to Jake Boswick, Julian Lane. Where are we at with that? Looks like Jake Boswick and Julian Lane are both minus 110, so that's pretty much a Even Steven. That's, right now. But that can always yeah. change. Okay. Uh, that's the beauty. you got to keep your eye on these because they do change. They All do right. change quite often. What else do we have? We have Pearl Gonzalez versus Carissa Sigala, and Pearl Gonzalez is minus 190. Sigala plus 165. So Pearl's the favorite. There you go. All right. Rob, you're, you're batting a thousand almost here, I guess, right? man. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, they Probably got it change. even for Boswick Lane. Yeah. I, I think Lane is a little bit more of a favorite. But if you would have told me it was even, I would have knocked you out of your chair. You have to have a, you have to have a prediction. <laughs> I have an opinion, man. I have, a, I have an opinion. This ain't some bullshit show. I keep <laughs> well, it real, man. Well, I mean, you can, you can argue show. that, yeah. I mean, my initials <laughs> are BS, right? Bullshit. There we go. All right, what else do we have there? Tiago Alves, minus 210. Wow. Plus 180. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Luis Palomino, minus 300. Tyler Goodjohn, plus 250. Okay. Hector Lombard, minus 160. Joe Riggs, plus 140. Oh, okay. That's interesting, too. The champ, Joey Beltran, minus 400. Sam Shoemaker, plus 330. And that looks like the biggest underdog on the entire card. Wow. Wow. Sam Shoemaker is the biggest underdog. You know, if Sam's watching this, that just that just that might be a good thing. Because that drives if I was the biggest underdog on the card, I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm gonna show you why I'm not the biggest underdog on the card. Under- That's I mean, crazy, you don't want to be man. the underdog. That's wild. That'll drive Sam, I feel like. That little nugget mentally will help drive him if mm-hmm. he hears that. Sure. Well, there's the odds. Uh, for those of you that understand the odds, go win some money and uh, hopefully place your bets. Place your bets. <laughs> you can be like no a horse racing guy, right? <laughs> uh, so there are the odds, and I know that we have KOs of the week too. As excited we are, I should give it one more plug. June 26, BKFC 18, BKFC.com. Grab the app because then you get game bread, bare knuckle MMA this Friday. Two for the price of one, right? And that's going to continue because we have total lines. We're going to do more of those. Mm-hmm. Got BKFC events. Game Bread's going to be on from time to time. We have all kinds of interviews that you can, inside interviews. Some of these interviews you do for the hype packages on the mm-hmm. app, 
they're not really supposed to be interviews that are released. They're no. just for the hype packages, and you can hear me off screen asking questions. So you get an inside look at that I'm as well. Sense. Yeah, I love that. That's, we like to be transparent here. Not every organization does that. Yeah, and if you know a little bit more, it might help with your, uh, your betting game. That's like, true. Oh, you can see it in their eyes. I always say that when you interview. And if you know a little bit more, you can also not only help your betting game, but mm-hmm. it'll help you enjoy the product more if you're, if you're not a, a betting person. So you can Absolutely. Kinda, I think when you get to know these guys and, and these women, it's even better. Uh, we're going to get to the KO of the week. The KO of the week before. Well, hold on. Look, we got, a wide, we got a wide shot. You got a good one. Yo, man. The KOs of the week. Ready? I, I, I got to check out all three. I saw two. Brian's. No, no. We got to do it. Oh, we got to do sorry, thing. Got to open up second. One, crazy two, today. three. <laughs> Look at that. Double team. Okay. See, I'm keeping this on track here, Rob, so we can be a tag team here. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rob. Here we go. Throwing it back off again. So, uh, knockout of the week. I, I have not oh, seen yours. Man. I don't Wait know what yours you is. I know I have a fun one. Okay. I have not seen the fan one either. All I know about the fan one that was sent in is that it was it's kind of long, but it's worth it. They were saying it's when they worth said. the wait. It's worth yeah, the so price. I have of Robs this. and there is audio on here. Okay, so we're gonna run this. I know Rob was really excited about this one. possible well, I, would a, yeah, I actually watched a longer clip of how that all evolved so you know apparently Explain. two of those fans behind um the nuggets fans there were some issues with my man with the sun's jersey and they were talking crap and then as you see my man tucked his chain in and he tried the no look sneak he literally tucked his chain in and tried the uh the no look punch fuck yeah my man did he tuck that chain in well he you got know. served brother he, he got sure served man Sons in four, baby. Well, Sons in four. If he wouldn't have tucked the chain in, man, he would have gotten ripped off. The guy would have had a new chain as a trophy. He beat, he beat his ass. He beat his boy's ass. What, when was that from? How long ago was that? Uh, less than a week ago. The other night. Yeah. The other night. So Sons in four, where are they at now? I'm not paying attention. They sweat. You know? They sweat. So, yeah. so there you go. Hey, this guy, should, they should That's bring what him. That's you need. Dude, they got to bring that guy to every game yeah. and let him beat the ass of another yeah, fan. Man. It's a good you luck charm. line, man. <laughs> Step around. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's getting crazy here. Savage, Rob's getting, I want to go to a sporting I'm event. I'm hyped, dude. We got to – let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go. My <laughs> knockout of the week. Let's check it out. It's the skateboard uh, – what do we call it? The skateboard smash. Watch this. You have to watch it a couple times. Watch where the skateboard goes. Pop right in that girl's head. <laughs> We're going to slow it down for you here. Watch. watch. <laughs> Wear a helmet, man. What are you doing? Why is she not wearing a helmet? Watch. She's just talking, trying to look cute to one of the skateboards. Pop. Oh, shit. He was a skater boy. I said, see you later, boy. Boom. <laughs> I mean, I, there's so many things. We could, I feel like the Daniel Tosh breakdown. <laughs> could, is, could this be the, you ready for this joke? Could this be the new version of the pool noodle? I <laughs> get it because they hit her in the noodle. I don't know, but it's sick. It's, I really don't feel like I should be laughing at that. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. She's okay, I hope. I feel I, bad. I feel bad too, but it was when I saw this. <laughs> there you go. When I saw this, I, I said, this is definitely my knockout of the week. I mean, this that guy, is, he probably felt terrible. Great. I'll bet you money sure. if this kid's smart, what I would have done if I was that kid is. I would have done that. I would have rushed over to her. I would have been like, oh, my God, are you okay? Make sure she's okay. Yeah. And then I would have transitioned somehow into, 
I mean, you know, let me make it up to you. You know, maybe because I was suave when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have just blamed it on you. I'd be like, yeah, that guy over there, I saw him throw the skateboard. <laughs> you right? I'm gonna go beat his ass, and some guy just whop, boom. Well, that was my knockout right. of the weekend. It blew my mind. Can you mm-hmm. imagine a skateboard to the face? Oh, uh, skate or die. There's truth to that. Remember that old video game? Yeah. Anyway, NES original. Fan, yeah, right. Fan knockout of the week where the ghost would chase you. Now yeah. you got me excited. Don't take me down these lanes. Fan knockout of the week. You can always send yours in. Let's see where the fan knockout of the week comes in. I believe right. the guy's name was Troy. Yeah. Am I correct? Yep. The fan knockout of the week is from Troy from Davenport, Iowa. My buddy Seth Rollins is from there. I'm oh. loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> is it McDonald's? I love it. Do we have audio for this? All right, so yeah, this this is a little bit longer, but I promise this is worth the wait. Hey, Rob keeps saying it's worth the wait. Danielle said it was worth the wait. So I'm excited to see where this goes. she's behind the counter. So I think quick backstory, I'm not sure if you're able to provide She asked for some kind of slurping to be mixed. She wanted three flavors mixed, and they said no. Oh, she's back. And that's where we're at right now. Dude, it gets worse than this. And she's not respecting the social distance. She's not staying. You hit me and her. You can go to prison. Okay, then I'll go home to bed. Then I'll go. Is the customer always right? Let's find out if the customer's always right. Don't touch my boss again. Whatever. He just showed up in the restaurant and started going bonkers. People have gone crazy going into quarantine and stuff. People yeah. have gone nuts. They come out and think they can do whatever they want. This this woman, I don't know what happened. I shouldn't be speaking out of turn. Shit. Not, I don't think much warrant for seems to be going. She's knocking stuff down. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, it's, it's just about over. You know, she's going to go get her, you know, she's going to get her drink right now. But no, this is where it gets good. Folks. I kind of have a feeling. I swear I didn't see this yet, but I have a feeling. And I bet you other people do what might be happening. If she's not done yet. Oh, she's 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 dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> I have a feeling. You know, I hate that when they put too much ice in at restaurants and stuff, and they don't get free refills. I used to have fun with like, Coke, no ice, because it, it's cold enough coming out of it, right? You have to keep making sure. Yeah, it's cold enough. I used to sling burgers when I was 15. Did you really? Yeah. I had a friend that uh, that showed up to sling burgers. There's two guys that got jobs together when they were younger, and the one guy no shit. He said he couldn't bring himself to sling burgers. It's cold, so we got. I don't know. She's getting what she deserves. No, I shouldn't say that. Ugh. In today's lesson, fuck around and find out 101. Yeah, that's like who sponsors the show. Look at that. She's behind the counter. She could get arrested for this. Even if she got beat up. She's behind the counter. How about if she goes into the register? You don't know what's going to happen. She's hitting I can't go. Good job, Daddy. Oh, she's still going. I'm not going to lie, I would have grabbed a double cheeseburger while I was doing the beat down back there. Oh, and that's it. The boys in blue. Good for, you know, cover. I don't know and what that's happened. It. But that's, dude, the boys in blue. Respect to the police. I know we have some police that watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, respect to you guys because, 
Look, if you're a person in that restaurant, respect anybody that's getting abused, man. No one deserves to get abused, no matter what you do for a living. I mean, it, you're coming back, and, and what are you doing, right? Like, listen, I, th- I've had disagreements with people. I've walked into stores, and you know, mask mandates are done, and they're like, "Hey, you got to put a mask on." I just put it my on knee jerk reaction is like, you know, come on, like it, it's over, you don't have to. But listen, I put my mask on. If not, if I feel uncomfortable. To the point of I don't agree with their policy, I just leave. Was that That's over a it. mask too? No, it, what no, I'm okay. saying is if you don't agree with someone's policy and their policy is you can't mix or whatever they want. That's you what can't they're being told drink, by their bosses. You don't want them to lose their job. And then you come back and start swinging on someone. And then, you know, that's where it should have, you know, you already crossed the line. Call the cops. Oh, yeah. But, oh, man, there's such a sense of gratification knowing she got what she deserved. You come start swinging on somebody and you turn around and get your ass whooped and cuffed mm-hmm. and cuffed and stuff too. So, I mean, she got what she deserved the whole time I was playing. I was trying to think of something funny to say, <laughs> and I think I got it. It's not really, it's pretty corny, but I'm going to say it. It was McDonald's. I didn't know they served knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> That's great. Man. My mind's always going. Like it that. doesn't always work, but it's going I like that. I, I mean, are we off? Are we wrong? What does the chat think? <laughs> no, I mean, what does the chat think? Do you think that, you know, that that was appropriate? The, um, you know, them fighting back. Or I feel almost dirty. That sit it made there me just... feel good. To watch yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe Tough, I'm just man. as bad. Maybe I'm part of the problem. Who knows? Let us know in the chat. I do know that you're all very excited. You've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. BKFC 18 coming up Saturday, June 26th. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. There's a, did I say a new one I used? Amazing, incredible, fantastic, tremendous, stupendous. Superb. Superb. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. I can't even come up Monumentous. with enough words. Monumentous. <laughs> That's what I have you for. Uh, it's going to be great. BKFC.com. Grab the app. Uh, tell your friends about it because they're going to thank you. And watch it with your friends. Have a party, man. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourselves. Again, Game Bread MMA, which is Bare Knuckle MMA. That's coming up tomorrow on the app. So grab the app as they hit the music. And we're going to head out here. I mean, this is it for us. What a great show. Yeah, Don't My forget. Pleasure. I have to say, too, Spotify, BKFC Show. If you want the audio version, you're driving, you want to listen, grab it there. If you're listening on Spotify, we appreciate you. We appreciate everybody. And next time we're on, we'll be live in Miami, won't we? Yeah. Miami, the city that keeps the roof raised, as Will Smith says. <laughs> Roof's got to be raising BKFC 18. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Forward so I guess we have to fun. say goodbye now. Yeah. All right. I got to go get you out after the camera I broke week. earlier. And I'm going to say cheers to Tiger Life. Thank you for being one of our sponsors. And I'm going to say we'll see you in Miami live. Knuckle up. Let's go.